Welcome back to another episode of the Casey Campbell podcast. Uh, Casey Campbell with you, of course, and we are pleased to be joined by Tyler Reddick of Richard Childress Racing, the driver of the number eight Chevrolet. Um, hi, Tyler, again. Hello again. Yeah, take two, hopefully. Hopefully my phone doesn't catch on fire or something. Maybe that's what will happen next. Yeah, that was, that was uh, we did an interview. We tried take one before that, and then, yeah, we had some difficulties, but we're back. And um, of course, the big day is uh, next gen reveal. I know you've gotten a chance to test it. I know you've gotten a chance to uh, kind of see it a little bit on iRacing. Uh, I got a chance to look at it while we were uh, while we were in technical difficulties and before we were talking about this. But how exciting is it to drive? And how exciting is it going to be to drive these cars next year? It's going to be very exciting. Uh, they've done a lot of, of great work to get the cars uh, to be as close to you know, what a street car is on the road today. Uh, you know, the Camaro underneath, um, underneath the body is, as we've all gotten more familiar with now, uh, with the unveil is, is a lot closer to what you see on the street, but also the suspension underneath, uh, just, just in the whole design of the, of the entire car, uh, the, with the independent rear suspension to the, to the style of the front front end on the, on this new next gen car, all these things are just getting cars, these, these stock cars closer to what the current day car is. And I mean, that's what, that's what these NASCAR stock cars were back in the seventies and eighties. They were basically street cars taken off of the road and, and converted over into stock cars. So uh, it was, it was time to update and get, get closer to what we have on the road today. And it was a good step in that direction. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, I know you'll get a chance to drive these cars virtually tonight in the uh, pro invitational race at Darlington. How excited are you for that? And, uh, what is, you know, what is iRacing kind of done to, you know, help you prepare for, you know, races, you know, now and just um, in the future and in the, uh, and back then? Yeah, the iRacing has been uh, a nice tool to have for preparing for, uh, you know, the unknown, if you will. Uh, you can hop in a lot of different cars that you really will never have the opportunity to drive in real life, um, just, just by just hitting download and, and go. So, uh, it, it's a lot of fun to, to do that. Uh, also, you know, we have the ability to put on some great racing, uh, during the, during quarantine and when everything was pretty much shut down. So that was nice as well. Uh, so it, it's, it's a good tool. Yeah. It can uh, be a little misleading at times. If you use it, you try to rely on it too much. Uh, but you get a lot of, of valuable, uh, new experiences under your belt uh, in iRacing, just driving all sorts of different cars. And uh, for for us, you know, we get kind of a sneak peek at what this next-gen car will be at some of these tracks before we go there. And the fans and, and all the sim racers out there will get to experience a uh, pretty close to uh, real-life uh, next-gen car as well. So looking at this season, I know you've had some, you've had some pretty good runs, both cards in the top 10 last year. Uh, last season, I mean, uh, at uh, Richard Childers Racing. I'm trying to do this, do this a second time, trying to remember all of this. Um, both cars finished in the top ten at Kansas last week. How exciting was it, you know, to get you know get some good runs because you've had some really good runs in the last few weeks. Yeah, it's it's been really uh, nice to turn this around the last, you know, four or five weeks. Um, you, you, we go back we go back a little bit more than a month and we were, we were still in a really bad place points wise. We had one or two 
decent runs, only one we were really able to capitalize on with Homestead. And the rest of the time, we had pretty much been uh, taking cars that are capable of running top 10 uh, and, and throwing those great opportunities away and not having anything to show for it. Uh, up until Kansas, I think we only had scored maybe two stage points. If that, uh, I think maybe we haven't scored any at all. So to, to go in and score stage points and to go in and get a top 10 finish again, uh, we're really turning around our execution uh, to where I think it's been capable of being all year long. The speed has been been pretty good in our cars. We've just needed to capitalize um, on the days that that we've been able that, that we've been capable of getting top tens, but we haven't been doing that, and that, that really put us in the hole early on in this year. So to turn that around has been great, and uh, we're hoping to continue that string of uh, you know finishing these races, making these comebacks, uh, recoveries. When we, when we have bumps along the road in our race. So it's been a, a good, uh, it's been a good thing to, I guess, stay consistent with here lately. Um, you know, really kind of looking at with Darlington this week, you, you know, we revealed your throwback scheme, of course, um, you know, paying tribute to, uh, you know, not just a racer, but someone that also it was big in the music industry as well. Kind of talk about your throwback scheme a little bit. Yeah, uh, you know, having Marty Robbins uh, as a throwback team this year, uh, it just it, it does feel weird to almost say that just because we're we're in the spring and I'm used to talking about throwback weekend uh, in, later in the year as as the playoffs are approaching or once the playoffs have already started. But a really unique opportunity to have a car honoring him and and uh, his career as a driver, but also uh, have a unique twist in uh, having. Uh, Quartz Hill recording artist, newly signed recording artist, uh, Joe Nichols, who obviously has had a lot of success in his career already to this point. Um, having him and his new single home run on the hood of this car that will run uh, this, this weekend at Darlington as part of our Marty Robbins throwback. So uh, is a very unique way to kind of make a tie in to, to country music and an exciting opportunity to honor Marty as well. Have you been, how much have you learned about, you know, just, you know, music in general and just, you know, learning about Marty Robbins? How, have you always been a fan of country music? I've listened to a lot of music throughout my life, um, but I, I would say for me, uh, you know, I, I really grew up listening to country music as a young kid. And as I got older in my teenage years, it kind of expanded into a little bit more of everything, uh, you know, listen to more of, of hard rock and, uh, metalcore, that kind of stuff, new metal, like, you know, you can imagine, I mean, there's all sorts of bands uh, that, that span those different genres of, of you know, what gen is generalized as rock or hard rock. Um, but as I've gotten older and older, I've expanded it more and more, just, just like listening to all sorts of different music. But the, you know, the one genre of music that never really been able to get away from is, is liking country music and keeping up with country music as it continues to evolve, you know, into the into the into the roaring 20s again in the 21st century roaring 20s in the 21st century love it <laughs> um so i know that there's been a lot of you know i know you're uh kind of getting some broadcasting experience as well being in the xfinity booth uh what's that what are those experiences like being in the broadcasting booth has been a lot of fun uh, i didn't know what to expect at all but being in the booth and uh taking in the race from a completely different perspective and then being able to talk about it and, and tell stories throughout it uh, was kind of, I don't know. I was, I was definitely nervous going into it, but uh, I had a lot of fun in the experience. I, I knew I was going to enjoy it. 
I knew I needed to just go in there and just be myself. And I, I had a lot of fun doing it uh, to do two races. Now it seems pretty crazy uh, just, just to get the phone call and, and be asked to do Atlanta to me was just, just, I was, it was unexpected uh, and I enjoyed doing it. And then to get back and go and do it at Talladega with Joey as well. Joey Logano was a lot of fun. And uh, I learned a lot from watching that race uh, up, up atop in the, in the race control tower, if you will, in the, in the, in the Fox booth calling the race uh, just was able to have a whole new perspective have a there's a lot of things going on in your ear you're getting fed a lot of information from producers uh you're talking the entire time you know with 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 adam alexander and joey just trying to explain and and talk about what what we're seeing uh from the driver's side uh to the fans and explain our perspective of what's going on so it was a lot of fun to do and i'm um, hopeful that there'll be more opportunities to do that down the road uh, I definitely feel like I learned something and I'm able to apply that to my race the following day on Sunday. Yeah, for sure. And of course, last, last thing for you. Um, what's it, what's it like being a dad? There's nothing in this world like it. I don't know how else to put it other than that, but experiences or the experiences that I've had up to this point are, are one of a kind of, you know, it's just insane to think that, I don't know. You, you think you have all these things that are important. You have these priorities, things, things are this way. Life is, life is this way. And, you know, you have your routine, your schedule, you, you kind of get used to being who you are, if you will, and growing into who you're going to be. And then you have a kid and everything just completely changes uh, your priorities. Uh, as much as they seem like they're the same, they're not, they're, you're doing everything, not just for yourself. Now it's for him. It's um, you know, it, it was just total game changer. I, I'd sell it short, trying to explain it any further than that. But, but the, to those that, that are parents, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, and, and whenever, you know, I talked to friends of mine that had kids before I did, um, when I'd ask them about it, uh, you know, th they would give me answers, but at the same time, I truly, you truly don't understand what it's like. So you do it yourself, but, uh, it's incredible. My son, Bo, he's, he, I, I love him and he's just, he's just changed everything in my life and he's motivated me to be uh, a better, a better person, a better dad, better driver, all just trying to do the best I can, not just for myself now, but for him. And uh, you know, the, the more successful career I have, the more opportunities I think I'll be able to present to him, the more to toys I can get him. And hopefully the better, the better I can support him and whatever he decides to do in, in, in his life as well. Yeah, for sure. All right. Tyler Reddick, thank you so much for coming on um, today, and uh, good luck this weekend at Darlington. Yeah, thank you so much. It's, it's going to be an exciting race. I'm really glad that we're going to get to take a peek at what Darlington is with uh, the short track package and have some more horsepower under the hood. It's going to be great, and, and, no, and not as much downforce should be an exciting uh, thrill ride for the fans. They'll, be very, able, they'll be, be very visible to the fans how much more out of the track these cars get as the tires these Goodyear tires go away. Yeah, for sure.